Now, while I was thinking about the COVID-19, I was wondering, kailan kaya tayo nagkaroon ng last news that was so worldwide yung impact? Uh, to such an effect like this, na talagang uh, flights are being cancelled and, and lifestyles of people are being changed. And uh, I could not imagine a news as big as, as this. Nakala ko mag-shift na, pero nandyan pa rin. Of course, uh, I was wondering also, may news naman na worldwide ang, ang, ano, ang balita. Si Kobe Bryant, when he passed away, talaga, I think a lot of people are affected. People started playing basketball, starting biting their jerseys. And, you know, may mga ganong klaseng news that everybody gets aware, pero hindi naman talaga sobrang may impact sa atin other than COVID. And in my own lifetime, I was wondering, ano ba yung mga news na ganon? Siguro nung nawala yung Berlin Wall, yung separation ng East-West Germany, maybe nung nag-dissolve yung USSR, I don't know, pero it's still not as much as this. But I'm reminded of a news that was so widespread and so long-lasting na hanggang ngayon, may impact pa rin siya. And that is the gospel. The gospel that we now know as good news. That's what the gospel is. Good news. Of course, mas madaling kumalat yung fake news and bad news. But when you think of the gospel, this good news is so good that it continues to spread all across the globe even up to 21, I mean, started AD, Jesus died, lived, first century. Ngayon, 21st century na tayo, nandiyan pa rin yung good news. And it's still new for many people. And kahit Christian ka na, na, na matagal na, when you read it, there's still something fresh that comes out of it. There's something about this gospel that we need to know and we need to understand. In fact, I was wondering, when the book of Romans was written, Ito yung mga possible headlines around that time. Uh, in the history of Rome, uh, yung si Livia, the wife of Augustus, was finally deified by the state, meaning ginawa na siyang God. Okay? Tapos, uh, Claudius, uh, large-scale Roman invasion of Britain. Okay? Lycia, annexed into the empire. So, palaki ng palaki yung mga empire. And these are some of the things that happened during that time. You have uh, the Roman general having victory uh, against the Frisi and of course, the secular games of Rome, 800th anniversary of the founding of the city, and uh, many other things. Si Claudius adopts Nero as heir. May tagapagmana na after Claudius. Of course, may mga iba pang nanganak, pero hindi pa sila masyadong sikat at that time. And then the death of Claudius, Nero ascends to the throne, Okay, uh, birth of the great Roman historian, and then Nero expels actors from Rome and dictates reforms of circuses and festivals. Ito yung time na sinulat yung the book of Romans. And then, Roman general, Congress Armenia, and many other news. Pero if you think about today, none of us really cared about that news. None of those news still impacts people today. But if you think of the good news that Paul was talking about in the book of Romans, telling the church about this gospel, this good news, it continues to impact individuals, families, communities, not just people in Rome, but in Galatia, Ephesus, Philippi, Colossae, Corinth, you know, and the seven churches in the book of Revelation, and hanggang ngayon, the Chinese, the Iranians, the Pakistanis, the Filipinos, people from every tribe, people from every nation are encountering this gospel, this good news. Ganong katindi tong news na to compared to all the other news that you could probably ever hear or Imagine of hearing. 
That's why we are taking this series for the next 23 weeks looking at the book of Romans, explaining to us the gospel. Now, some would say that uh, the book of Romans is Paul's magnum opus. It's his greatest work and his greatest achievement. In fact, somebody even said na mawala na lahat ng books of the Bible, but if you still have the book of Romans, Christianity will continue to thrive and expand. The book of Romans is such a wonderful book that if we could really know it, understand it, and realize the, the depth of what Paul was trying to share here to explain the gospel, you realize... Kaya pala, maraming believers in the past, whether it's St. Augustine, uh, Martin Luther, John and Charles Wesley, after encountering a revelation from the book of Romans, started spiritual revivals, spiritual renewals, and spiritual renaissance in different periods of time. Of course, 23 weeks, Panginisip niyo, masyadong mahaba, Pastor. May breaks naman tayo in between. Okay, merong... Holy Week, my Father's Day, Mother's Day. May mga iba pa na tayong series in this year. In fact, a New Testament scholar said, "Wow, 23 weeks, great job, Romans. It you need 46 weeks to make to do justice in discussing Romans." Okay, so so tayo 23 weeks lang. But I'm really excited about this. The Gospel explained, and for this week, we're going to look at the power of the Gospel. Ano ba yung Meron dito sa message na to. Ano ba yung meron dito sa good news? Looking at the life of Paul that is so life-changing for him and for the church in Rome and for everyone who would hear it. And it's so powerful that it should not just change us, it will change the way we live, that we want to tell others about it so that they too can understand, they understand. Kaya pala itong gospel good. Kaya pala itong gospel news. May bago, may fresh, but hindi siya Olds, bakit sa news? There's something new, there's something fresh. There's something that happened in the past that has an effect for us today and will continue to impact our lives tomorrow. You know, just to start it off, I want to say this from the, from the life of Paul and from, from the introduction. It is in that God is calling us all back to Him and to live for Him. And that's probably one of the main reasons bakit siya tinawag na good news. Because God is calling us all back to Him and to live for Him. Look at the introduction. This is Paul. Of course, alam natin na uh, before becoming a Christian, he's more popularly known as Saul. Saul, ibig sabihin, desirable. Someone that everybody looks up to. After all, he's a Hebrew of Hebrews. Uh, circumcised on the eighth day, according to the law, blameless, a Pharisee of Pharisees. So, so everybody's looking up to him. He's so zealous for God. But when he encountered God, something happened to him. And of course, ng sinasulat niya to, in Rome, he used his Roman name, Paul. Pero Paul now means small or little. So from someone desirable, someone who is big in the eyes of people, now he is identifying himself as small. Little, someone who is humbled by God. And he was saying that he is called by God. Called for what? Called to be a servant of Christ Jesus. So from someone being served, ito na yung niya sa sarili niya, I am a servant of Christ Jesus. I am an apostle. I am sent on a mission. May plan and purpose si God. And He has set me apart 
for the gospel of God, for this message. Not just to, to receive this message, but to pass it on to others. And if you look at several verses as well, in verse 5, we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of His name among all the nations, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. Look at our word. Meron na namang called doon. So, hindi lang si Paul yung called. He was saying to those hearing this message in the church of Rome, you who are called to belong to Christ. So, ibig sabihin, hindi lang siya yung called ni God to serve Him, to be set apart, to be an apostle. Sinasabihan niya yung church in Rome, kayo rin called. Now, you belong to Jesus Christ. And to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called, to be saints. So, hindi lang you who are hearing it, but all those in Rome are loved by God. They're also called to be saints. People to be set apart for the plan and the purpose of God. And the amazing thing about this is that Paul was saying to us at the start, kaya siya good news, that God is calling us. God is a God who is speaking and communicating to us. Unlike the gods of Rome and the gods of the Greek gods who are made of stones, kahit malalaki, they have ears to hear but they can, and cannot hear. Ears, they have mouth but they cannot speak because they're made of stones. They're made of wood. And they have these gods na sobrang, ano, just watching them from a distance. It's like a god who doesn't care. Pero si Paul, at the onset, he was telling the church in Rome, we have a God who has a message for you. This God who is good, has a good news for you. Meron siyang balita na gustong sabihin sa'yo. And not only that, He is calling us back to Him kasi nga meron tayong plan, meron tayong purpose in God. Though sin separated us from God and many of us worship God out of fear. Nako, merong storm. Tara, worship tayo ng God of storm, si X-Men. Nako, may thunder. Worship natin God of thunder, si Thor. Okay, uh, may mga sakit. Worship tayo ng God na may sakit para i-apis lang natin with the sacrifice para tumigil na yung sakit. You know, he was saying, God is not a God like that na who's so mad, who will not talk to you and listen to you, but He's someone who wants to speak to you. Yes, there's something wrong because of sin, but He is calling us back to Him and He has a plan and a purpose for us that we may live back to His original plan and His purpose. Pakisabi namin yung katabi mo, God is calling you. Tell your other seatmate, God has a plan for you. Okay, so we need to live for Him. Now, the other thing is this. When we know and believe the gospel, we live to tell others about the gospel. Pag naintindihan mo that the gospel really is good news, this is so good. You can't help but tell others about it. Pag meron ka na-realize na something new, something fresh, Krabi, hindi ko to nakita before. Ah. ah, hindi pa nila alam to. I have to tell them about it. Sino dito pag ikaw yung nauna sa chismis, gusto mo din sabihin ka agad sa iba, di ba? Kasi you have something that others don't know, something that others don't have. And we want to tell others about it. Look at the impact of Saul encountering Jesus. Alam natin, on the road to Damascus, this is re- recorded in Acts chapter 9. So, si Saul is a Pharisee of Pharisees. He was zealous for God, the God that he knew, the God revealed in the Old Testament. And in fact, he was so zealous, there's only one God. Sabi niya, lahat ng mga kumukontra sa God na to, I am against them. And now, may balita, there's this new sect, mga Jewish, uh, 
who are becoming followers of Jesus. Sabi niya, they're claiming that He's God, rose again from the dead. So he's really going against the church. Uh, in fact, asking permission to go house to house para mapakulong yung mga, yung mga Christian believers that time. And uh, in Acts chapter 8, yun, nandun siya, giving approval nung binabato si Stephen being stoned to death for preaching the gospel. Not for anything bad that he did. Just for preaching a message that was life-changing for him. So nung on the road to Damascus, Jesus appeared to him. It was such a bright light na bulag siya. Thank God for a few days lang. Pinadala pa ni Lord si Ananias to pray for him para makakita siya uli. God spoke to him. The people around him could not hear. Hindi nila maintindihan kung ano yung sinasabi ni God. Pero si, si, si Saul, alam niya, naiintindihan niya. This is God telling him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? So nung narinig ni Saul to, sobrang zealous for God, sabi niya, Lord, who are you? Sabi niya, sino ka Lord? Sabi niya, Lord, di ba sinaserve kita? Di ba I'm, I'm fighting your, for your faith, I'm defending you for uh, against others who are going away from this faith. And ito yung sabi ng vice sa kanya, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. So na-realize niya ngayon na yung ginagawa pala niya sa mga Christians, followers of Christ, believers, ginagawa pala niya kay Jesus. But not only that, na-realize niya that the Lord that he knew, the Lord revealed in the Old Testament, is actually Jesus who came here in the flesh, who demonstrated the life that we're supposed to live, revealed in the Gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And yes, He ascended to heaven, but He appears to people still calling them back to God. In fact, this this was so life-changing for him. Nabulag siya, dinala siya sa isang place, nagpadala ng disciples si Lord, Ananias, pinagpray siya, he spent time with the disciples. Now it's starting to make sense. Ay, ito pala yung mga sinasabi sa Old Testament. Ito pala ibig sabihin noon. Kaya kung gusto mong ma-appreciate yung New Testament, maganda, alam din natin yung Old Testament. Kung gusto mong ma-appreciate yung Old Testament, maganda, alam mo rin yung New Testament. And it's starting to make sense. Kahit medyo baguhan pa lang siya in the faith. Three days plus some days, he started telling others about this good news. In fact, ito yung sinabi niya sa introduction pa lang niya, verse 14, I am under obligation to Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and to the foolish. So sobrang na-impact siya ng gospel, ng good news, sabi niya, I have a responsibility. Meron akong obligasyon. I have to tell the Greeks, hindi lang yung mga Jews, ha, kasi Jews siya, pati yung mga Greeks and yung mga barbarians, non-Greek speaking people. Hindi lang yung pati yung mga wise, yung mga makakaintindi ng letter of romance na pinadala niya, pati yung mga foolish, yung mga hindi masyadong marunong magbasa, they need to know this. In fact, sabi niya, hindi lang siya under obligation, sabi pa niya, I am eager to preach. Excited siya, passionate siya about it, looking for opportunities to preach the gospel. In fact, gusto nga niyang pumunta ng Rome. 
Sabi niya, pati dyan sa Rome, kahit hindi siya yung nagplant ng church in Rome, gusto niyang puntahan yung Rome to preach the gospel there and, and hopefully establish a strong base there so that he could go westward where most of the barbarians are. And he was getting ready to, to go to these other places where Christ is not yet known. And kung gusto niyang i-preach yung gospel doon, sobrang excited siya. Of course, he was prevented. Siguro may mga travel bans during that time. Hindi pa siya makapunta. Pero ito yung sinasabi niya, pinapadala niya lang ba sulat. Ito yung gospel and, and actually, I want to go there because of this. And not only that, sabi pa niya, I am not ashamed of the gospel. So when you think about what happened to Paul, when we know and believe the gospel, we live to tell others about the gospel. So from someone who is zealous for his faith, Saul, when he became Paul, kahit hindi desirable, imprisoned many times, stoned and left for dead, shipwrecked, last 40 minus 1 several times. He saw something in the gospel that is worth living for. Something worth dying for. And I'm just wondering, looking at the Christian community in general, how many of us actually share the gospel because we feel we are under obligation? Tapos minsan ako, when I look at my own life, sige, share na gospel kasi parang nakukonsensya ka na, you feel like you have to do it kasi sabi ni Lord. Then when you get to do it, how many of us are actually sharing the gospel because we are eager to preach? Kasi talagang excited ka, sobrang na, ang saya-saya mo sa good news na ito, hindi pwedeng, hindi ko to i-share sa iba. And who among us here also, na yes, excited ka i-share, gusto mo i-share, kaso lang, hindi ka rin makapag-share kasi nahihiya ka. Ay, naku, baka sabihin pag nag-share ako. And we feel kind of ashamed. In fact, when I was preparing for this, I was also praying in my own life, that God, sana tayo as a church, help us to have a greater sense of the gospel. Na maramdaman natin na binigyan tayo ni Lord ng awesome privilege to receive it, to hear it, to understand it, but also to tell others about it. Na hindi lang natin maramdaman yung obligation, but we are actually changed and transformed by the good news. Hindi yung parang bad news. Oh bro, magdepend ka na kasi malapit na mag-end of the world. Hindi pa rin alam mo yung it's such a good news. We want to tell others about it. And hindi lang yun, hindi tayo ashamed of it. But we can boldly declare the good news because it is good. And there's always something new about it. Nisip ko lang na siguro, kaya siguro maraming Christian, hindi masyadong nasa side na yon of telling others about it. Siguro marami sa atin na inoculate, na vaccinate ng gospel. Ay, may mga vaccine, di ba? They will inject a little dose of that sickness para mag-develop ka ng immunity. So tayo siguro kasi lumaki na tayo sa Christian culture. Ay, Christianity, alam ko na yan. Ah, gospel, alam ko na yan. God loves me, has a wonderful plan for me. Ah, alam ko na yan. Good news, ah, alam ko na yan. All of sin and fallen short of the glory of God. Ah, hindi yata good news yan. <laughs> Di ba? And, and sometimes we think, alam na natin to. Kaya pag nilalapit, magsishare, ah, alam ko na yan. Oh, Victory Group, ah, alam ko na yan. Church, ah, alam ko na yan. But you know, if you really know, if we really know and understand the gospel for what it is, I believe we will never be the same again. 
And I know many of you have experienced this. Many of you have been changed by the gospel. And there's always something new, something fresh. Hindi lang to ABC of Christianity, basics. It's the A to Z of Christianity from start to end. And there's always something fresh that we can learn. It's always something new and news. May ginawa na si God that changes the way we live today and will continue to change the way we live for tomorrow. The gospel is life-changing and it continues to change lives. Now, thirdly, the gospel is good news for all people, for all time. The gospel is good news. And it's not just good news for the church in Rome. It's not just good news during that time. It's good news for all of us today. And for everyone who will hear it tomorrow at the succeeding weeks and succeeding months. Look at this. When Paul was explaining this, sabi niya, you know, the gospel of God. I was set apart for the gospel of God. So si God merong good news. Meron siyang gustong sabihin sa atin. Kailan niya sinasabi to? He promised beforehand through His prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Sobrang excited si God. Nagpapadala na siya ng messengers sa atin. Yung mga messengers na yun, this is such good news. Sinusulat pa nila in the Holy Scriptures para wag natin ma-miss out. This is God and His plan and His purpose for the salvation of mankind long before Jesus was born in Bethlehem. So meron ng sinasabi si God from a long time ago concerning His Son. So si God pala may anak. So can you imagine yung, yung reaction ni, ni, ni Saul, ni Paul, growing up Hebrew? Here, O Israel, the Lord is God, the Lord is one. There's only one God, one God, one God. Pero now, when he realizing, Aba, may plano pala si God na magpapadala ng... May anak pala siya. One God who revealed Himself as the Father but also the Son. Kaya pala siya eternal Father. Kasi hindi pwede maging eternal Father kung walang eternal Son. And who was descended from David? Talking about the promise of God that He will establish the kingdom from the tribe, from the lineage of David and whose kingdom there will be no end. Whose uh, peace there will be no end and he will rule and reign through an heir to the throne so hindi lang pala yung from the likes of king david king solomon but there's someone who is more glorious who will rule and reign and he came in the flesh declared to be the son of god in power according to the spirit of his holiness by his resurrection from the dead Jesus Christ, our Lord. Yun yung some of the good news that Paul was saying. Hindi lang from, from the Old Testament hanggang sa Jesus. This is good news. This Jesus came, used Isaiah 61. He preached, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm anointed to preach good news to the poor. And he did that. He fed the hungry, taught the, the ignorant, bind the brokenhearted, healed the sick, set the captives free, casted out demons, proclaimed liberty to the captives, and and the year of jubilee and freedom and hindi lang niya dineclare yon dinemonstrate pa niya tapos kung na change yung world natin kasi namatay si Kobe Bryant a great man you know can you imagine the disciples when Jesus died but after three days rose again that's good news that's great news now death is not the final thing 
And for the people in Rome, I think they're wondering, ano bang Are we really gonna be immortal? Eto, clear na clear. There's this Jesus who lives and who reigns. And He is Jesus, the Lord saves. He is the Christ, the Anointed One. And He is our Lord. He is ruling and reigning. He is the Lord that was there in creation. He is the Lord who came in the flesh. And He is now the Lord over all. That's why in verse 8, sabi niya, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you. Because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. So, kinokomend niya itong mga Romans. Kasi sabi niya, grabe, kahit hindi ako nagplant ng church na yan, you know, I, I, I commend you kasi yung faith niyo is being proclaimed, kumakalat all over the world. For God is my witness whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of His Son. So, yung gospel, hindi lang pala siya, just simply good news. It's the gospel of God from history. It's the gospel of His Son the good news revealed in Jesus Christ. And in verse 14, I am under obligation both to the Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and to the foolish. So I am eager to preach the gospel to you also are in Rome, for I am not ashamed of the gospel. That's an explanation dito. For it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. So ito yung na-realize niya, this is why it's such a good news that God is a God who cares, God is a God who wants to save. And for a Jewish believer, ito yung nila, wow, God saved them from Egypt, performed miracles, judged their enemies, parted the Red Sea, brought them to the promised land. And now in sin, nakalimutan na naman nila si God. That's why they're under the Roman Empire and pagan rulers who are oppressing them. And sabi nila, wow, the God who saves is a God who saves now. And what's amazing is that hindi lang Juyo is a save niya. Everyone who believes, including Greeks. Kaya sabi niya, kailangan malaman ng lahat to. Hindi lang for us Jewish believers to. It's for everyone. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. So ito yung parang pinakasamari niya rin ng message of the gospel. Na itong ginagawa ni Lord from, from history in the person of Jesus Christ. Now He rose again from the dead. This shows us that God cares to make things right. Para maayos yung mga bagay na mali, yung mga effects na nasira ng sin. God Righteousness is revealed. And the righteous live by faith. When Paul was quoting this from Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4, Habakkuk was crying out to God, seeing all the injustices. Sabi niya, God, anong mayayari? But how long will this be? ang parang word na binigay lang sa kanya ni God is that the righteous shall live by faith. In other words, just stay in faith, trust God, in time, God will make all things right. Anong sinasabi ni Paul dito when he quoted this? Ginawa na ni Lord to. The righteousness of God, ni-reveal niya na. We just have to trust. Kaya pala siya good news, hindi good advice. Kasi it's not about what we do. It's not about what we've done. Yes, we have sinned. Yes, we've wronged and things should be made right. Pero it's not our religious work that will make things right. It's Jesus who makes things right. And we just have to trust Him and believe in Him. And if we do, if we believe in Him, if we believe in what He has done, 
the power of God will work in us to change us, to transform us, to save us from whatever it is that we're going through. The gospel is good news. It's such a good news. That's why I'm excited for the next 23 weeks. Because we're going to look at the gospel explained more and more. The gospel is so much bigger than what we think it is. And I hope as we pray, as we meditate on this, pwede niyong basahin yung Romans day by day for the next several weeks. Listen to the preaching week by week. I hope mas maintindihan pa natin how good the good news is. And how new and how fresh it is that God wants to do something new and to make all things new in us and through us.